pretty nerds. 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 Welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. We are on episode number 20. Yay. <laughs> this is your girl, Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl, Nay. Yay. So, I guess, how was your weekend? It's been- uh, well, I'm prepping to move, so just been building, you know, you know, putting the boxes together and uh sorting through clothes getting ready to take some stuff um some old clothes down to the salvation army and i got some canned goods and stuff i'm gonna take over some stuff that you know i'm not gonna take with me so i'm just gonna uh, (laughs) take them down and donate those as well so yeah that's about it (laughs) prepping boxes (laughs) what about yourself um nothing my birthday was friday and yay what did you do nothing nothing <laughs> i just well you look nice that's all the photos yeah, you look like, nice oh, yeah, <laughs> um yeah yeah that was it like i had on like a unicorn onesie and so i was like i'm gonna do unicorn makeup uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah nothing nothing this weekend so just ready to i guess do my own thing start on a new journey yes new journey's coming (laughs) we both are on some new journey paths and yeah so we'll see how all that goes for us yay our website is coming soon you guys i'm putting some finishing touches on it we got to get some photos and things to add to it but the website is coming soon so be looking for that it's very simple, prettynerdspodcast.com. <laughs> so we keep it simple. And you'll be able to watch the shows directly on there as well as on YouTube. Um, if you just want to listen, you can listen, obviously, on iTunes. Um, we still have our five-star rating. Whoop, whoop. Thank you guys for whoop. that. Um, the Google Play Store. Man, Spotify tripping, though. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Spotify, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Give me my response. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> anyway, um, and then we're going to, I found a couple of other sites that I think I'm going to try um, getting this on. So more to come on that. We're going to be everywhere. God damn it. Everywhere. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yes. All right. So let's, let's jump right in. Yeah. Hot tops. Yeah. We want to start with. Um, I don't know. Let's let, okay. Well, let's let's go because you as soon as you came in, you brought it up and it reminded me, and I really want to talk about it. So let's do the <laughs> the whole Amber Rose rant about the diesel campaign. So uh, the issue that I have with her is, first of all, what she signed the bad guy, and we know that that's Nikki, like her kind of tag now, this year, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was my. Thing and people and knowing that people are on like her hate train tough and it's like you didn't say I don't like when people don't say anything like who they're directing their rent towards because your rent should have been towards diesel if you felt slighted you know what I'm saying like you didn't say like hey diesel I felt like you should have made me a part of the campaign which you say you wasn't doing it for um likes or whatever um but you didn't say that you kind of left it out there for people to be like oh well nikki should have recognized her you like 
This not Nikki campaign. She just a part of it. Y'all not in Gucci main comments, so you're not bringing up Gucci like, oh, well, Gucci should have blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and she wasn't the originator of writing on clothing. Like, this shit has been out. Like, been out. Exactly. So, for you to be like, oh, I felt like I should be included because you put slut whore or something on clothing. Like, to me, it that goes back to her being very like superficial with this whole fucking movement it's like you do want it you like i understand you want attention it's a big deal um but at the same time i just don't feel like she's really serious about it i feel like that at this point i feel like i can confidently say that her movement is about her it's about her attention her gaining lights her selling merchandise things of that nature because let's because let's take it to her whole rent to begin with and the holes that we can punch in it. First and foremost, she started off by saying that she weren't targeting any of the artists um, who were a part of it. But then you tag it by, you know, signing it the bad guy, which right. like you said, everybody clearly, you knew what they were going to clearly associate it with Nicki Minaj. So that was a shot at her, period. Um. But your whole, the whole holes in your argument saying that you've taken shot for things that you started. Let's be clear. You didn't start MILF. Just because you called yourself a MILF, you didn't start that. I mean, if we're going to keep it 100% honest, they've been having MILF porn for years, bitch. (laughs) So let's be honest, okay? And when I think MILF, I think of... Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, ex-wife Nicole. Yeah, Nicole yeah. Murphy. But um, so I mean, but I'm just saying, like, she didn't. You didn't start yeah. MILF. That didn't come from you. You didn't bring that to the forefront. That had been something that was popular and popping. So you didn't start that. And then, as far as the whole um writing, you know, writing the slut horrible and all of that on the clothing. Um, hello. Does punk rock not exist? Has the punk rock train? not been around for years they've been having uh if you look at them the kids who rock punk uh the punk gear they've had bitch slut tramp all kind of shit written all over their clothing for years Mm -hmm. and years and years and years and years and years you can take it back so it's not that wasn't something that you started or made popular or you know what i mean just because you did it in in it in it was on blogs for a couple of days i mean hello this is 2018 we all know these kids consume things it's here today and gone tomorrow so to be honest with you when she even pointed it out i was like i had to think of think back like when the hell did she do then i was like oh okay yeah she did that at the vma pop that's what i was saying i was like you would people like okay that was that was it it lasted literally it was like oh okay at the vmas the day she did it everybody was like oh wow that's different and then like two days later we didn't remember (laughs) stop it it wasn't memorable like you didn't you didn't invent something so i just get i just get sick of that and not only that then look, we can take it to her whole movement in its in it in itself you jacked the idea from something that already existed and just expanded on it and i have yet to see you bring out the original reach out to the same way with the me too movement and how it took them forever to even acknowledge the originator um, the black woman who started it and, and bring her to the forefront after they've been uh, plastering white women's faces right. all over it. The same way with you and your slut walk. You stole the idea 
or you took the idea from something that already existed. And I have yet to see you give the originators credit. I haven't seen a post or or even vi- footage of you sitting down with the origin, uh, reaching out to sitting down with the originators of the slut walk and being like, "This is who started it. This is why they." Started. You know what I mean? I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> so uh, come on, you you stole a whole movement. If we gonna keep it fun, if we gonna keep it honest, she's trying. I just. And the crazy thing about it is, what you would make me think again? This was like towards Nikki because, well, you took that opportunity to be like, okay, I'm gonna, sh- you know, basically shoot your shot, shoot her down, whatever. It's because one of the girls on I mean, there, I can't think of her name now. Everyone does call her like a hoe. I went and like looked up. I can't think of her Bella name. Bella Thorne. Yes. So if everyone calls you a hoe, everyone call her a hoe. Why you didn't sign it, the hoe? You know what I'm saying, like. Where the fuck you get the bad guy from? Like, bitch, the fuck? Exactly. Exactly. Because you're absolutely right. She could have took it. She could have taken a shot at, um, Bella Thorne because her clothing actually was more resemblant to what she wore or because the, the guy who wore the jacket that said faggot or fag yeah. on it. I can't remember what it said. Who said one of those, um, you know, uh, derogatory, um, uh, words. Um, but, you could have taken shots at that because she wore the same, you know, something yeah. similar. So, I mean, I just, I, the, the fact that you tagged it, the bad guy was in direct correlation to taking a shot at Nikki or taking a stab at Nikki because of, and, 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 and I mean, I get it. I understand it's, it's fun. It's, it's the thing to do now, right? To shake shots yeah. at Nikki. So, uh, and, and it's easier because, you know, people are, people are in that, that mode right now where they're, they all want to hate her. Right. You know, she's the she's the person of the moment to hate. So if you jump on it, then that's going to, of course, get more people to agree, even if they don't agree with your point. Right. They'll agree with your point. Or because they don't like her. To be like, this is not Nikki's camp because everybody kept saying, yeah, Nikki should have reached out. I'm like, how can Nikki reach out to you when it's not even her? She don't own line? Diesel. Like, <laughs> it's diesel right? exactly it's what diesel's the, campaign she just a part of it right what the fuck and i was like I, and even more in 2018 there are some words that we need to um i don't think back is one of them but like take the negativity away from it and i think like slit or whatever like what the fuck who shut the fuck up talking to me but um yeah, like, I, you know, whatever. But like I said, with fagging and all that, that shit should never come out of your mouth. But. I agree. Those, <laughs> like, homophobic slurs should never come out of your mouth. Um, like, I'm, uh, I'm, like, when people say, like, slut and stuff like that, yeah, that's, I mean, that shit yeah. don't even offend me. No, like, right. hearing yeah. stuff like that, that doesn't even slut offend me. Like, so, what's a slut? Exactly. <laughs> 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 Ugh. If anything, it's more irritating. Like, I wish they would, would dead the whole. I wish they would dead their whole thought word. Like, <sighs> I'm so sick of that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anywho, I guess can we can we stay kind of in the the Nikki hate train mode? I guess. Okay. Um, Iggy Azalea was in uh, the iHeart, um, the iHeart Awards. Um, was this weekend? I don't know when it airs or if it already aired on TV. I don't know because. I don't have traditional cable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a streamer, baby. Cut the cord a long time ago. You did. But, um, so, but anywho, so she, um, she was attending the iHeart 
awards and they're in vegas and one of the interviewers of course they baited her ass and she fell right into that trap of the whole pick who do you choose uh cardi or nikki who do you like more who do you like more instead of just you know what i'm saying she's been mm-hmm. she's been she's been doing good lately she's been on the road she's been minding her business she been you know doing her model thing she jumped on that single with tyga and you know tyga kind of bubbling again right now so i was she she been we almost <laughs> almost iggy we could almost be like oh okay iggy we can slowly slowly if you decide to stay in your lane but nope you had to go ahead and step <laughs> up step all up step on your progress and pick a side right let them drag you into picking a side and of course she decided that she likes cardi b better um and then she tried to clean it up with the no it's no hate against nikki or nothing like that because i like them both i just you know i just rock with cardi's music more <sighs> why sis <laughs> why anywho so what, what are your thoughts on that i mean i feel like she should have stayed out of it but definitely what do you think? um i mean i think at this point with that whole with their whole beef um i know everybody wants to like you know give their input on who they rocking with or whatever first of all cardi's been out <laughs> as long as she's been pregnant you know what i'm saying like she so how <laughs> you just gonna be like you got somebody that's been in the game 10 years and all of a sudden now you're like oh yeah i'm, I'm with cardi so what would you listen to before cardi H- who you know that's a good ass question because I don't really, I don't, I don't really know how to answer that one. I want to know. I, that is a good question. I would like to know all of these people who all of us say because she had to sell. Rec- Nicki Minaj been in the game for ten years, and she been selling a lot of records for ten years. So, right. so somebody so, was listening to her. Exactly. All y'all who all of a sudden hate her. Some of y'all was fans <laughs> and still fans. <laughs> Still right there, be like, let me go ahead, put this nigga. Like, still fans, but you just you gotta go with what's popping, mm-hmm. and you go with. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna say what you know, but it's again, you rock with Cardi because it's oh she real bitch or whatever. I, like just dumbass shit, and it's like you can like them both. Like it's I still listen to Cardi. She come on because I download her album, put on a playlist. Depending on what comes on, I'll still listen to it, but. Would I, you know, rock with her next time? Probably not. Um, but a lot of people are with Cardi because they feel, oh, she real, she real. It's just stupid. Like, there are certain places that you elevate to that you. I just, I don't, I don't, what's, I don't. That's, that's it. But see, that's the whole thing that gets me. What's the, the y'all definition of real? I, you know what I'm saying? I guess the speaking of mind part. And I'm like, that's. And it's cool to be assertive and to take up for yourself. I'm not knocking it part of. But I don't. But I. But I don't think that's it. Because if that's the case, then why do they all hate Nikki? And, but that's the point. Like <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like Nikki was quiet. And like you know what? Fuck it. I'm all. Like I feel like Nikki was on her Beyonce type shit. Like I'm only. Like I'm not addressing that bullshit. Like you say whatever you want to say, whatever. But you get somebody that's like coming in and. I really think it's more going on behind closed doors than what we're led on to, of course. Um, and Nikki know like, bro, you real live got record companies going out trying to find people to go against me. Like who the fuck does that? And there's another female, there's another artist. Nah, I'm good. I'm not going to take that deal. 
But then you got Cardi like, okay, well, yeah, I'll take that deal. And motherfuckers like, oh, well, they really didn't like Nicki or felt like, you know how like some people feel, oh, well, you too big or you got the big head and they want to see you knock down notches. And I think that's what it is. It's like, oh, well, Nicki got this much success, so she needs to be knocked down notches and Cardi is going to do that. Yeah, they put the little chart up about, you know, numbers don't lie. Nicki got like 104 million um in like album sales streams or whatever cardi's at the bottom with like one million then remy ma is under a million it's like y'all gotta stop like that shit that when i saw that shit i was like see now y'all gotta stop and then people like well this is you know in you know when you look at salt and pepper and i'm like first of all so, Even if you look at Sound and Pepper, their tenure is longer. So of course they're gonna like. But I but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie on that. I, when I saw that list, I was like, salute to all the whole heads who up there right. because man, like to see Sound and Pepper still. Because first of all, y'all know Sound and Pepper is my favorite. <laughs> but anyway, I, <laughs> uh, I used to want to be Sound and Pepper man, but um, but yeah. So like to see like the old heads up there because you know a lot of their numbers come from pre-streaming which is why which is why you have to give nikki credit because a lot of her success came before pre-streaming like she when she when she went and and fought for the streaming because people forget that that nikki was the one who fought for streaming if it wasn't for her a lot of y'all that's why I don't understand. Numbers. That's why I don't understand why so many people hate her. Because if it wasn't for her, a lot of y'all asses wouldn't have numbers. <clears> which <throat> is why I don't understand why more artists don't support her. Because the truth of the matter is, is that that's the reason. If we're gonna be, if we're gonna talk why labels want her gone, that's the reason why labels hate her. Right. Because she fought for artists to get paid for streaming and for streaming to count for, towards artist sales, so they could see more money. That that took a lot of power and that took a lot of money out of record labels' hands. Right. So a lot of labels hate her. You know what I mean? A lot of ha- labels hate her because she took money out their pocket. And people don't understand. You don't get paid a lot of money until your album reach like gold when you it's start le- gold exactly. and platinum and all of that. Like they have to up every time you reach a new. St- they have to up the money that you take off of that record or whatever. They have to give you more. So keep in mind, like, even if you don't have technically a popping whole record, just say your whole record, if you have a good song, they have to give you more money. Except for y'all asses when them 360 deals. Cardi B. I'm sorry, <laughs> sis. <laughs> that 360 deal? I'm sorry, sis. So I'm like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, and like I said, I wasn't a Nikki stand before or like a huge Nikki fan, but this I has like literally, I'm like, you know what? Oh, I still can't do it, but I still like I take up for her and be like, no, yeah. y'all with the bullshit. That's what, that's what I'm it. saying. Like yeah. I don't, I just don't, I just don't like when you know people talk <gasps> down on black women. It bothers yeah. me, so that's the reason. Like I couldn't go hard for her, but I mean, her music ain't really my cup of tea yeah. any i mean it was cute when it first came out when she first came out i liked some of the records i liked her flow you know i, I like the, i like her ability to switch flows at a drop of the dime like i said it reminds me a lot of buster rhymes that's the reason i used to like buster rhymes because buster rhymes could be in the middle of a song and be flowing one way and then just all of a sudden flipping and flow a different way and so i think that's dope um mm-hmm. how she does that so and i mean you got to give her credit what credit is due because like she said even if you don't fuck with her shit, she write her own shit. So 
you gotta give her credit. Right. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we ain't gonna go on no Nikki yeah. rant for too long. Um, cause we got a lot of beef to get to this week. Um, since we in the beef realm, Kevin Hart versus, uh, Cat Williams first, and then now it's Mike Epps again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's first address him on the Breakfast Club with Tish- Tiffany Haddish. Where, of course, the, you know, the breakfast club was doing what they always drew, instigating beef, yeah. basically, or instigating. And, um, they asked Tiffany about the picture with her and Kat at the, cause both her and Kat took home Emmys, by the way. Congratulations to both of them. Um, so, but anyway, they asked him about, asked her about the picture and she kind of, you know, was like, you know, we never have no beef. It wasn't no thing. Woo, woo, woo. They, but of course they kept digging and trying to ask her what he said. And then of course, Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart decided he wanted to jump in and go on his little rant about Cat Williams and how Cat Williams is always blaming the white man and not taking accountability for him doing drugs and blah 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 your thoughts <laughs> so i'm not the biggest kevin hart fan at all um like he he i don't know he 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 like a hit and miss on the last but i did agree with him um and the reason why i agree with him is because i, I I don't know why, like, he, I'm still pissed off at him for coming at Tiffany Haddish like that. Like, you had the same opportunity. Basically, you had the same opportunity Kevin Hart had. I'm not going to lie when Kevin Hart said that. Like, you had the same opportunity as me. You were that guy. And you kind of, like, squandered it away with bullshit. I remember he did a show here. And it's like he came out on stage and he left. And we like, what? what happened? You know what I'm saying? So you can't uh, continually do that. And like, even when he came the next time, people like, you want to see Cat Williams? I'm like, hell no, because I'm not going to waste my money. And he didn't say nothing. Like, and he left. So I do agree with that. Um, I don't know what all of their beef is like with each other though. It's like, listen, make your money, tell your joke, go home, fuck it. Um, that's my whole point that that you know just him coming for tiffany haddish like that but that's it so my um again i agree with i'm not the biggest kevin hart fan um either um he's just never been really that funny to me but um i agree with some of his points but like it's, it's weird because like i sit on the fence with the whole situation because i can see i see both sides of it um Cat Williams isn't wrong in in what he says when it comes to comedians, um, when it comes to black folks, period. Right. In the entertainment business, um, you know, there are some who play ball better than others. And mm-hmm. the ones who play ball better than others, we have seen elevate, you know what I mean? Yeah. Elevate to different heights. You know, Cat Williams is one of those who refused to play ball the way that they wanted him to play ball. You know what I mean? He's the one who said, I, I'm not going to put on no dresses for you. I'm not going, you know what I mean? Like that. And we've, we've seen that. Um, the difference, I feel like if Cat Williams, Cat Williams allow, you know, the drugs and all that to kind of get in the way. I feel like if he would have pulled the Dave Chappelle, the way Dave Chappelle just said, fuck y'all, threw his deuces, disappeared for a couple of years 
And then came back on his own terms and was like, whatever, I'm going to do me how I want to do me. Then I feel like Kat would still be in that same realm with the Dave Chappelle, which, which, if we're going to be honest, Kat, I mean, as much drugs and whatever woo that Kasten done, Kat always seems to fucking find a way. I mean, he's still saying. Kat Talley. That's what I'm saying. He always seems to find a way. I mean, yeah. like we said, he just won a damn Emmy for his appearance. So, I mean, he always seems to still find a way to, to kind of maneuver in, in his, and still be able to yeah. be true to himself. So, I can't knock him for that. Like, I can't knock comedians for wanting to stay true to themselves in an industry that wants you to make a caricature, caricature out of yourself and your people in order to be successful. We've seen that. Yeah. So I, on one end, I can see Kat's side. And on the other end, I can also see Kevin's side because Kevin is correct. Kat was the guy at one point. Mike Epps yep. was the guy at one point. Y'all all had y'all chances. He has his shot now. But where I will say that I disagree with both of them and I agree with... um Leslie Jones, because Leslie Jones said, keep my my name out your (laughs) mouth, because she said, none of y'all did nothing for me. She said, yes, you know, she said, yes, she said, at least Kat put me on his, you know what I'm saying, put me on his shows or whatever like that. But she said, none of y'all worked for me. I did that. You know what I'm saying? And and I actually have to agree, though, because I'll be completely honest with you. There are a lot of, when I think of Kat Williams, there are a lot of comedians you know, black comedians that I can tie to Cat Williams and say, yeah, I remember seeing him on your show yeah. or her on your show. Well, I can't think of that with Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm being completely, to be completely honest, I can't think of... And even with the the people that go on tour with him, I don't know if they have like specials on that. I don't, I don't even know. I just That's know what I'm saying. I can't, I can't, I can't think of of anybody that kevin hart has put on yeah you know what i mean like i can't think of like you so it's not it don't work so there's a point there too there is a point there that you know as successful as you are you only as successful as the people you put on and who you didn't put on my brother because i i I don't you know because that was one of the points that he made to to try to go against cat but i mean who you didn't put on kev because i i haven't i haven't seen that and you can't i'm sorry you can't just because you helped you've known tiffany for a long time i don't tiffany didn't come up 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 under you i didn't i don't know tiffany haddish because of kevin hart so you can't take credit for that so i don't i don't know like i see i see points of all on all side i wish um i seen a tweet from paul mooney paul mooney said as an og i wish all y'all as comedians would sit down together and take all the power away and do like Oprah did and make our own, yeah. you know, c- uh, entertainment company, which we are, uh, which we know is possible, i.e. the Wayans. Right. They, because they, they, that's what exactly what they did. That's it. And that's why I always, always, always salute the Wayans brothers because that was, um, you know, Damon was kind of, um, not Damon, Kimo was kind of a visionary in that. He said that I saw that they wanted, us as comedians to do this and that and that and the other and he said i wasn't gonna do none of that he said i i we could do this on our own and that's exactly what the wayans did they produced their produce direct create all their own stuff and their whole and they put their whole family (laughs) on and they put other comedians on 
So I, I, I feel like if, if we have the blueprint for it yeah. in comedy, the Wayans are the blueprint. We know it can work. So just all come together and stop arguing amongst each other. And Damn. The thing I was bad at Cat about was that he said Tiffany and it goes again back to Tiffany because I don't like the bashing of black woman when he was like, she's married to a white man, blah, blah. And it's like, no, she wasn't. She was married to like, you trying to take away all of her success by tying it to white people, which I think her big breakout film was Girls Trip. Right. So I will say that is one thing that does irritate me is that whenever she does get in like these interviews and stuff like that, she does always kind of have to insinuate about her trying to give it to a white man. Yeah. You know, that does kind of irritate me just a little bit. But again, Tiffany Haddish isn't my like favorite comedian and anything like that. So that's why I think, I think that that whole thing is part of her, her stick. You know, so maybe that, so, so that's why I don't like, that's why I don't look at it like, um, the way that Kat and them look at it to me. It's part of her, her comedy, the way she does her comedy. And it's, since it's not my cup of tea, but I don't judge her for it because, like I said, I know that that's part of what makes her funny to other people. So, but yeah. So like I said, I, I, like I said, I can, I can see all sides of it. And I just wish that, I hate to see us black folks argue amongst each other. And I just wish they would all find a common ground. And like in, in, cause I just seen, you know, where Mike X Epps posted how uh, Kevin Hart wants everybody to like him. And I think that, and I think there is truth in that because for Kevin Hart to be a comedian, he is extra sensitive, Yeah, which is weird to me because com- comedians normally are not like that. Yeah. They normally got thick skin. Kevin Hart does not have that. <laughs> that is for sure. He does not have thick skin at all. Because hell, when the, when you got upset at Michael Blackson because he was clowning on your ass for cheating. I mean, hell, everybody was roasting you <laughs> for cheating. The whole world was roasting right. your ass for getting caught cheating on your girl. Um, but for the, him to have taken it as far and be so as angry as he was at Blackson... And we all know Michael ass is a goddamn fool. And hell, his ass has been on the internet busted cheating. He made fun of his goddamn self. So I, so to see that Kevin Hart really, he don't have thick skin to be a comedian and he's super sensitive. Um, so I do believe there is some truth in that it hurts his feelings that people, (laughs) (laughs) that his fellow comedians don't like him that much. But I think that at the same time, Y'all don't have to like each other. Hell, a lot of us don't like each other, but we can work together yeah. as black folks. We understand I ain't got to like you in order to, to work with you, to support you, to get this money. And I feel like that, that that's how they need to look at it. We don't have to like each other, but we in the same business. We do the same thing. Let's get this money and let's elevate our people right. to the levels that all of us should be at. I just think with Kevin Hart and Mike Epps, they're back and forth. It, it is funny. I do. I don't know if it's because it's Mike Epps. But it's like, should y'all just need to work together. Like, with them, I just feel like, maybe I just need to work together. Because y'all getting on my goddamn nerves. This is like a a love respect. Almost. Yeah. Like, Basically. <laughs> what is it? It's like, every few months, it'll be like, some pop-up. People be like, what the hell? 
They the comedy Fifty and Floyd. <laughs> they are the comedy version of Fifty and Floyd. I don't know, but I like Mike Epps. You know, that's my homie. But uh, I don't know. Mm. I just wish they would mm. all because I'm like they're all funny in their own right. Yeah. Um, I think Kevin though he got a. I think Kevin got to humble himself just a little bit though, cause he going on this whole um comedic rock star woo woo woo. As comedic rock star, you may have booked the movie, sweetie, but you ain't racking up the the credit, you know, the yeah. credibility that the others have yeah. gotten. I haven't seen Kevin Hart nominated for an Emmy or winning an Emmy. Yeah. I mean, Keenan Thompson has one, you know, from Keenan Kel. Oh, school. Cat Williams got an Emmy. You know what I mean? Like, um. Mike Epps is getting like real roles. He did a real role in Sparkle. Mike Epps is getting to play Richard Pryor. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I, no, and that's no shade to Kevin because he has his lane and he's doing his thing and everything like that. But humble yourself a little bit, bruh. Yeah. Relax. We get it. We know you doing sold out tours and making movies and we proud of you, bruh. But relax. Last one was. <sighs> that that night school does not look. I don't like. I saw the commercials and I was like, mm, Nah, I'm not. I'm gonna skip this one. When it come on, with it, when it come on TV, TV. yeah, exactly. And you walk past, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not finna go to the movies to see that. I'm good. I'm good. Love, enjoy. <laughs> I had to bring it back around to that. Yeah, never die. It will never die as long as I live. <laughs> anyway, um, more beef. More beef. Um, Kanye supposedly, supposedly, as he says, it's come out of the sunken place. Trash. Anyway, <laughs> y'all know how the I feel lies. about y'all know how I feel about Kanye. So he announced that he was moving back to Chicago, um, which I think that's a lie. Kim, Kim says she's, she's, not, she's not doing it, so, doing so we know he ain't doing it, but. Um, unless they really are headed to for divorce, which has been rumored for a couple of, you know, behind the scenes for a while. But the interesting part of his rant was when he decided to go at Nick Cannon, Drake, and Tyson Beckford <laughs> for, um, for, for, because the rest of the world was assuming that <laughs> Drake was hinting at the fact that he smashed Kim Kardashian. And so he said that it didn't sit right with his spirit that they all were letting that rumor rock. Um, what are your thoughts on that? So, so, if every time somebody brings up Kiki, a K, like Kim, why are you linking this to your spouse? That to me yells insecurity. Um, number one. Um, and I don't think that they should have to come and clean it up. If you ask your wife and she say, no, I didn't smash Drake, keep it moving. Like you, you literally married a porn star and then you want to get mad that people link her with sex. Like, I, I don't understand that. Like, yeah, you're supposed to take her for your wife. But every time somebody says something about her, you want, oh, well, I don't want you to talk about. So how many people are you going to comment about your wife? Because if I remember, 
you were real hard on Amber Rose talking about you had to take 30 showers and all this. And this was somebody's significant other. I don't think she was Wiz's wife, but she was his significant other at that point. So you cannot dish it out. And then you, when it comes time for you to receive it back, you want to be, Oh, this don't sit right with my spirit. Okay, it shouldn't sit. If if you knew this wasn't gonna sit right with your spirit, you shouldn't have married her. Thank you, you knew what you were marrying. You knew that all of her titties, ass, all have already have been exposed to the world. We already know what that mouth is like. All of this has already been exposed. So don't get mad now. Ten, fifteen years later, you want to paint her as some nun that somebody's just po- poking fun at? No. And she has a history before you. You are not her first husband. You're number three. True stories. <laughs> You're not the man. You know, you did not marry a virgin and you were her first. She had partners before you. You spoke about your previous people. You put people in songs. So what makes your wife above that? Just because she's your wife? No, you don't get the same. You don't. Like, you can't demand it from anybody. Yeah, you can take up for it, but you can't demand it. I mean, I mean, I just don't understand. My thing is, I don't understand. You, to me, you gave the rumor more legs by even responding it to it. Because he acted like Drake started the rumor. The rumor came from, because on Joe Buttons' podcast, Joe Buttons um, insinuated that Drake was possibly suggesting on his record that he had hit kim and then of course twitter and all that ran rampant with the rumor and a lot of people started putting pieces in wait a minute i remember when kim said on her show that her nickname was kiki so maybe drake was referring to her as kiki and blah you know what i mean so people you know how people and they conspiracy people love conspiracy theories and the whole bit or whatever like that and then as far as getting mad at Nick Cannon and people saying that Nick Cannon shouldn't spoke on it, Nick, what, one of the reasons that I love Nick Cannon is because he go on, he 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 real. He go on the show if you ask him a question, he go he not gonna like be one of those, um, you know, one of those uh celebrity types who get on the show and be uh who get on the show and be like. No, I'm not going to answer that. I'm gonna, I mean, then if that was the case, what the fuck you come on? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why you come on here if you wasn't going to answer any questions? You know what I'm saying? No. He come on the show. You ask him something. He give you his honest opinion. He answer it. And that's all he did. They asked him. He gave his honest opinion. He answered it. He didn't say. I actually saw the little clip. He didn't say anything offensive. He didn't say. He was just like. He was just like. When I heard the rumor. He was like. I mean, it kind of made a little bit of sense. Because he was like. The way that, you know, Jay Prince was like, man, I told Drake he can't drop that diss record because right. I don't want to embarrassment, you know, hurt. For the, there's families involved. Woo, woo, woo. It, it had to be some type of ammo that, you know, that Drake had in order to do, to get Jay Prince to say that. I mean, he didn't say nothing that nobody else wasn't thinking, man. I'm just being honest. Everybody else was thinking it. Nick Cannon just said it. <laughs> and so you felt like you had to go at him. Why? And then as far as Tyson Beckford, y'all know my thoughts on how I felt about that. Kim to me was in the wrong for right. that. She came at him. He responded. Exactly. Right. Just because he wasn't feeling your body shape. I mean, shit. There's, a, there's, there's, there's plenty of dudes who don't feel right. your body shape. There's plenty of dudes who don't feel a lot of women's body shapes. 
they you entitled to it, that. I, what it, it was like build real bodies or something like that. Yeah. Your body is fake. Very true. Like, Just because you don't want to admit it. We all know you had surgery, B. Let it go. You, you can stand next to your friend Serena right now and tell the difference. Like, bro. Preach. Come on now. Okay. You got the blueprint Shit. standing next to you. You okay. think you finna stand there? We don't like, that. We don't know. Right. Not when all your when Lala done turned out to have the same body as you and y'all friends. We know right. that <laughs> we know that you. And I'm like, you can be Armenian. Yeah, Armenian women are thicker, but mouth shouting. But we seen the picture right. before. We seen right. her before, and people was trying to say, "Oh, she was young." No. Sis was in her twenties. Right. When I was my with my, my kids, my body has not. Ch- I mean, from twenty to thirty, your body definitely does yeah. go through some changes. I'll admit that. Like I don't look the s- exact same as when I was eight. You know, then now that I'm thirty. But what I will say is, I've always had. You know, the hips and a- was always there. It just <laughs> got bigger. It just got bigger right. over time. But not like. But that. it did not when you and all of it moves. It's all not of it like, exactly. <laughs> oh, my ass gonna go out six sizes with my legs gonna stay. No, exactly. All of it. My whole thigh then got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> your thigh just doesn't get smaller while your ass gets bigger. Right. <laughs> and like Rihanna said, I. I you gotta, but you gotta have a look good. And not saying that all all women are like this. Some women do have a flat tummy, but most of the time your body kind of moves that way. Yeah, like, exactly. Everything kind of pr- looks proportionate. So I'm just saying. Anywho, uh, enough of that because you know we don't really fuck with Kunye yeah. on here. We only give him so much time. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move on to um some positive stuff. Uh, Rihanna was named uh, ambassador to Barbados. Salute to her, man. She puts on for her country. So, salute to that. Um, she's doing a lot of big things there. Um, I said it last week and I'm, I'm sticking to it. I think that her time in music is, is getting close to the end. I know you guys are going to be sad about that, but I definitely think. You, we're starting to see kind of the shift of Rihanna into the businesswoman, humanitarian. the humanitarian. And I, I, I really, I think the mom role is coming soon for her. She's always kind of, ever since her, um, her cousin, or was it her cousin, our best friend had yep. majesty and she, you know, she's like been in love. I think the mom role is coming soon for her. I just think that she's shifting away from music and we're going to start to see her more yeah. on a different a different side i mean you i wouldn't be surprised if this next album that she drops is is maybe her last or second to last um so but i, li- I like this for her like I, she yeah. fits um i think that you know she's a barbados girl she's always been that i like that she, she stuck to her island roots um or well she you know she did she did she started out full fledged island girl. She kind of, in order to get popping, she switched and went a little darker with the um. What was that? What was the the record? Uh, when the one the umbrellas on. Uh, good girl turned bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she's you know, and she kind of switched it away, and so her status elevated then. And but now she's kind of coming back full circle. 
you yeah. know, to her island roots. And I think that's where, and honestly, I think that that's where she's going to, like, okay, ultimately point. end up in Barbados. And we just not going to see. She's going to be <laughs> low-key in Barbados. And we're not going to see. Definitely. She'll pop up at a fashion show <laughs> every I do. I do give her that. Like, yeah. I don't think... I don't think most Hollywood is people not are like that. It's like, I want to go back home because the way of life, it's so much different and it's slower. It is easier. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's way easier when you have a little cash. Um, but I mean, it's, it, it is really good to see her like when she works with people. It's, it doesn't come from a place of, oh, I'm doing this for the cameras or, right. um, this is just like, genuine. A, yeah, like it's, I really want to see, um, people do better and not just her home country like her writing an open letter um to increase education like those things so i'm yeah. proud of her yeah yeah super we love when black girls do amazing things and she's doing amazing things so salute to rihanna um we enjoy seeing her in these roles i like it i like it a lot um what else do i have on here um Sticking to the music fronts, we talked about him last week because he dropped his EP, and this week was his birthday. Wale, birthday <laughs> your birthday twin. <laughs> um, but on his birthday, he got pretty serious with us, and he revealed. Um, it sounded like to me he didn't directly say it, but it sounded like he did have a suicide attempt about two years ago, and you know. Um, he, we all know if you, if you follow Wale or you like Wale or you know about Wale, then you know that he battles depression, which is one of the reasons that I actually love him is because he's so open and honest about it. Um, about his battles and his struggles with depression. But anyway, he, he revealed, you know, his battles with mental health, suicide, and he talked about Mac Miller, um, and Mac Miller's death and how that, you know, impacted him because, you know, him and Mac had known each other for 10 years and they kind of saw, um, reflections of each other in their, you know, in each other. So, and that's kind of what brought them together. So, um, uh, what do you, what, what are your thoughts or takes on that? Um, as far as the, the mental health aspect and, and how he feels comfortable enough to kind of share, always share that with us. Um, I mean, kudos to him because I mean, mental illness it's not stigma free um we still have that stigma about you know mental health and even black especially black men um getting the help and the attention that they need um with mental health um and i get it like being a creative it can be the most depressing thing um like even for myself like it's it can get pretty low um, and especially I can only imagine with him being an artist and you know, like in a rush to put out something or, um, I even think like his old record label was like on bullshit. So I can definitely see like how it's just, I mean, it's difficult. It's tough. Um, and then you on the other end, you are a father. So you have obligations there. Um, so I mean, definitely, I mean, kudos to him. And I just, you know, my thoughts or, uh, my prayers is that you know, his birthdays wouldn't be so like I saw on Twitter, he was like, his birthday is just not, you know, that important to him that, you know, that kind of changes and, you know, you recognize that it's a porn day. It should, you know, be like your new year. So. 
Yeah, it is. It's your yeah. personal new year. That's what I always, that's what I call it for myself. I call it my personal new year. Um, it's my chance to start fresh yeah. again. <laughs> um, so I, I always look for birthdays. You guys know I celebrate my birthday <laughs> damn near for the full month, but I always for sure every, every, I make sure to block that week off that my birthday yeah. is and I celebrate doing something. I take a trip. Um, usually I take a trip anyway to some new crazy part of the world and experience <laughs> something something new and different because it, it can be especially i think when you are in the spaces that you envision yourself to be in at yeah. that age that you're turning i think it can if you're especially if you're already a person who deals with mental illness or deals with depression it can be a little crushing for you so that's why like for me that's why I always do try to take, you know, trips or something like yeah. that to remind me, like, even though I'm not where I want to be or this isn't where I envision myself to be at this age, I still, you know, there's yeah. still so many beautiful things in this world that I haven't seen, that I haven't experienced. And here I am experiencing these new beautiful things. Yeah. So um I just like I, I always I always big up people who are who are open about that because it's not easy to talk about and and i always salute people who you know especially when who are seen as the strong person because that's my that's my battle with it like i'm always seen as a strong person and a lot of times when people when you're seen as a strong person people don't check in on you and i always try to say you know hey You still got to check on this person. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because, yeah, they're strong and they can be strong for other people. But that doesn't mean that they don't battle and face their own demons, too. So still check on still check up on them. And I think that that's what the biggest thing with Wale is that I hope that I feel like he has that, though, because I feel like, you know, he has like J. Cole and he has people like that in his background, like his real people, real friends and family who love him, who are like. They know he goes through this and they check in on him from time to time. Like, hey, you good? <laughs> What's up? You want to just come chill or whatever? We can watch some movies or watch, you know, because he likes to watch wrestling. Let's watch wrestling yeah. or something, you know, and laugh and joke and, and do what life is about. So salute to him for that. Like, I just like you said, there's such a stigma in our community around it. And so I just I like that he talks about it and, and picks so- it up. I kind of did it this birthday. Like normally I'm always somewhere and I'm like, I'm just going to be at home. And like all of this stuff is going on that I have to like get myself together. And I'm like, I just, I was like, I'm going to deactivate my Facebook. I don't want to like nobody wish me happy birthday. And I was like, okay, get over yourself. <laughs> um, Like all of these things that are, you know, now into play. It's just, you know, to make it better so you know next year is even greater so <sighs> I, I, I get it <laughs> absolutely 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 um on, on a brighter note we can since we talked Wale um depression uh, I'm trying to think uh there's something else musically I had tied in and my mind just drew a blank. So we're just going to jump over that. <laughs> um, movies. Um, Space Jam 2 was just greenlit. Um, with LeBron. Um, it's been confirmed. 
um, finally that is going to happen. Uh, do you? I, I I saw that Ryan Coogler is attached to it. I don't know if he's going to be producing or directing, but either way, whenever I see his name attached yes. to something, I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So I have faith in that. Um, also, the hate you give. Were you ever able to watch that trailer? Oh, yeah, I did. It. You did watch I did it. Watch it. Yep. Oh, that movie's going to be so good, yep. you guys. One of my Facebook friends, um, I guess she worked security for the movies and they did like a early preview or whatever and she was like i sat there and i cried the whole movie i was like oh, oh see <laughs> i don't want to cry in the movie but that's tr- even the but i'm not gonna lie the trailer yeah. got me when oh dude i was like oh god no not the shooting i can't i can't take this i'm not ready and we're still in the same climate so yeah it's a it's oh but i still can't wait so that's coming out um it's limited theaters um october 5th but it's everywhere october 19th so because i tried to check the the dates and i know for us uh, they haven't had we they don't have any of the limited dates so we're not getting it till the 19th but (sighs) i guess i can wait i guess i can wait um also, on Netflix, you said the um, Napoli Ever uh, After. Yeah. Did you check it out? I did. Um, was it good? I don't know. I didn't look at it yet. Um, it was okay. Okay. It was, I don't know, maybe it was very typical um, about our hair. Um, I didn't like the part where the guy was like, you know, black women make up this part of the industry and it's like self-hate. And I'm like, that's one part of, I guess, where I want the conversation to change. Because I'm like, there's so many options with weave and wigs now that everybody that you see that rocks a weave or say, hey, I wear a weave, it's not long. It's not blonde. It's not straight. I'm like, I have wigs right now that look exactly like my natural hair. It's just the point of it's easier to do. It doesn't take as much work. I don't have to block off a whole night of detangle, you know, brain. Not only that, it's, it's, I know for me, like, um, when I, when I'm like, if I'm looking to go on like vacations, yeah. like that, cause like I said, I take a birthday trip every year. When I do that, I always either get my hair braided or something like that because, to be honest, I have to think about <laughs> the liquids and things that right. I can take with me on the plane <laughs> to maintain my hair. And if I can't bring the things that I need to maintain my hair, then yeah, I'm yeah. just going to get some braids or whatever, a wig, weave, something so that my hair, you know, right. my natural hair doesn't suffer just because I'm out of the country. Right. And <laughs> back, like when I went to Jamaica last year, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wear my natural hair. I ran out of oil. See? I'm See? Like, I've been pissed. Oh, <laughs> child, what am I gonna do? Like, it's so happy it was close to the end of the trip. But when I get home, I'm like, oh, dehydration, moisturizing time. You know what I'm saying? So, um, things like that. And I'm like constantly, you know, like in chlorine and all of this. So I have to go up, got to wash my hair, got to get ready for dinner, all of these things. So what you're trying to like push on black women now, it's not the same things from 1950, 1960. I'm like, do I may change my hair a little bit for a job interview? I haven't been on job interview in a long time. So I don't even know what the hell I would do to be honest. Um, 
but that part very typical her mother um Lynn Whitfield um very like a stickler for perfection so of course you being perfect you're gonna have long straight hair whatever um and I I don't know I guess I'm over the storyline where the girl is with this like snobbish dude but he's successful and then she leaves him and then she comes to this dude that's not as successful and all it's like so she still can't have nobody that successful like not saying that he was but i don't i I, I, i'm i'm with you i don't like i don't like the so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be fair i haven't watched the movie Mm -hmm. but i don't i am actually with you i don't like the the cont- the same storylines repeated because yeah. we've seen that storyline before right. where like you said he's she's with the the snobby kind of guy who likes her with her straight european centric yeah. hair and then she decides to change it and then she goes to a guy who sees her as regular but he's not as accessible but and i don't like any of those yeah. i feel like all of those are stereotypes and stereotypical because not all men who are successful and all that like women with you know right. are you know only like their women with straight hair or, or you know euro you know with eurocentric right. features um and and vice versa not all men who are um you know quote unquote not as successful or quote unquote regular dudes like girls right. who have natural hair i for one have ran into plenty of men broke <laughs> aren't as successful who be like oh you ain't gonna do something to your hair <laughs> so, you know uh, why you're not gonna straighten it <laughs> So I mean, let's let's keep it let's keep it honest. Oh, hold on, you guys, I gotta get my dog. <laughs> <laughs> keep the conversation going. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. That was my only part about the movie. I felt like it was. I mean, it was an hour and thirty minutes. So I'm not gonna say it was like missing on time, but maybe. Some of the aspects and even her finding herself like when I did the big chop, it was an identity crisis and it wasn't because it was natural because I had natural hair before my hair, even with the perm is curly. So I'm like, it wasn't that it was just my hair has never been like short like this before. And I don't know. It was just something different, like seeing my face. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. That's why I didn't do the big chop. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I could not. Um, because people were like, "Why you just don't cut?" I was like, "I can't do it." I, I am attached to the length of my hair. Yeah. I, I'll admit that I, I can't see myself with short hair. I don't feel like I look attractive with short <laughs> hair. So <laughs> I couldn't do it. I transitioned yeah. my hair. I let it, you know, grow. Just I let the perm grow out, and then you know, cut when I got to the length that I was okay with. So I, 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 I fully agree <laughs> with you and, say, and, you know, and say, I, I can understand where you came from. That's why I couldn't do it. Yeah. So, I like in the mirror the next day, cause I cut my hair on a Friday night. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, <laughs> not on a Friday. <laughs> like, you know, you think about it, but I cut my hair on a Friday night and like Saturday, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so I cut my hair last night. And I just cried. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it cut off all my hair. And I told my friends, I was like, so you cut off all of it? Not just the perm pot, I said, all of it. And they was like, send me a picture. And they was like, bro, you cut off 
yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I had like a little bitty afro. <laughs> so, I mean, it, that part, you know, I definitely um, agreed with her. And again, it's going back to she didn't still find like, I don't feel like she found her own happiness with just her. Like, I, it was like a part at the end of the movie where they jumped in like a pool because her mother wouldn't let her swim because of her hair. Um, but it was still like attached to like a dude. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I might check it out. I don't know. It didn't really, I'll be completely honest. It didn't really like grasp my attention when I saw the like the little preview through Netflix. So I wasn't intending on watching it, but then I feel bad. Like I feel like I should watch it. So I don't know. I might. If I on one of on one of my binge watches, <laughs> I might sit and it throw it in there. It wasn't bad. Like it didn't waste an hour and thirty minutes. I saw it, but it, it needed work. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, trying to think. Any other news, like movies or anything like that, that's come? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. We're still like two months away. I don't. I don't think Creed comes out. Creed two till November, so we're like two months away before that so um i have all i have left for hot tops is the why didn't report hashtag Mm -hmm. or is it i don't know if it's a hashtag or i think it's just a trending topic um i'm pretty sure it's gonna become a shape yeah um first of all salute to all of the men and women who have been courageous enough to even share their stories i mean some of the stories i've seen have been kind of gut-wrenching and heart they're hard to read but it's a beautiful thing to see people have the courage enough to to speak their truth you know what i mean um obviously it stems from the fact that the young lady who has accused brett um is it kavanaugh kavanaugh yeah the guy who is going to who is so, um, who they're trying to vote on to become the new Supreme Court justice. Um, she has accused him of sexual assault back when they were younger. And of course, Donald Trump being Donald Trump decided to go on and, uh, talk about how good of a man Brett is and how if, if she was, this supposedly happened to her, then why didn't she come forth then? Why did it take her 30 years? And, Yada yada yada. The same kind of disgusting behavior that we see, and it, it really, it really kind of pissed me off and it upset me because I feel like, and I hate to bring it back to because Bill Cosby is disgusting, but I hate and I hate to bring it back to him. But it, it, it whenever I see stories like that, that it always kind of, that does yeah. always kind of bring me back to him because it's like, well, then y'all didn't say that with Bill, like it wasn't a. Well, why, why did, why did they wait so long to report for Bill and blah, 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 blah? It was, he's a monster. Take him yeah. down. Woo, 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 and woo, woo, woo. But so because he, this white man who you, you know, want to be your Supreme Court judge, you want people to believe he's such a good guy. When someone steps forward with an accusation like that and has the courage to do that, you kind of victim shame her. Yeah. By saying, well, you should have reported it back then. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of sh- disgusting shit is that? I just, ugh. For me, it goes, 
not even and now we saw it with Bill Cosby because that was most people defense of him was well why did they wait 30 years and if I was raped I'm gonna say something the day of and you like well the fact that you saw on TV that some women did speak up nothing happened um that's a big deal um to think like okay I could possibly ruin my life my reputation um, and nothing happened right and nothing happened we've seen it um that's one and I think Lindsey Graham, if I'm if I'm saying his name correctly, I think he's like a senator or something like that, was like, well, why should we ruin his life over an, an accusation? First of all, he's not going to lose his job as a judge over this. He's just not going to be a Supreme Court judge because of this, which in history we have seen over and over again. First of all, you wouldn't even let Obama get his nomination in, which it should have been on him. That's number one. Number two is never in the history have we seen a Supreme Court judge have such a big accusation put against them. And you're still like, oh, we should go ahead with the vote. Like that's automatically cancellation. Like, no, nah, we can't do this. Like, that's you what cannot I'm saying. be a Supreme Court judge that's what, that's what, that's with the, this that's, on your back. That's the thing that I don't understand. Like they act like this is just a... a a regular judge like position. a petty theft you know like oh i picked up yeah. a candy bar when i was you know 17 or this something is, like, this that. Is, like this is rape this is rape and he is going to be a judge in the highest court in the land that's going to get rape that, cases you know exactly that's going to get rape cases that will set precedent for years and years and years and years to, you know what i'm saying his his opinion is going to be a part of things that are going to set precedents for generations to come you know what I'm saying? He's not an old man, so he can sit on the Supreme. We see justices now who are in their seventies. You 80s. can sit. You can sit on the the Supreme Court, court for the next thirty or forty or fifty years. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the the weight of that and the significance of that to even have someone who has an accusation like that. That should have been the end of it it should have right. been a no then right. there are too many many judges in this country for for that to even to, for them to even in my opinion even have to take a vote and he doesn't seem like the brightest light Ugh, listen <laughs> like listen. when i and when you like i said when you think about like rulings that come down and you if you ever take them in law class it's not like they say okay this is what it's a five four split or whatever they give you a very thorough, detailed explanation of why they ruled the way that they did. And exactly. it's not like two or three pages. Some of these pages, like documents can be 90, 100 pages. He he just doesn't seem intelligent. He And I'm like, <sighs> just the whole thing of, well, why did you wait? And I'm like, there's so many people. I'm like, you guys, I'm just going to put it out there. You don't ask men that are 20 30 40 why did they wait to say a catholic priest raped them you know what i'm saying like true story you them that. it's you know the background and the history of the catholic church you know they're known for cover-ups which this whole entire world basically is known for cover up cover-ups for rape yep. sexual assault violence against women and children it's not like Somebody's pulling something out of their ass and it's, it, they, it can't happen. You do it. It's done every fucking day. We yeah. see it every day. There was just a man that was let off. I think, I don't know if it was Canada or Alaska. Um, but he tied up a well, strangled her and masturbated on her. And the judge let him go because he felt like he wouldn't do it again. 
bro, that that's a step. Next time it's going to be death. Yeah. Rape. Like, right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you strangle someone and mess. Like, what? Craziness. Craziness. So, like, when you think about as a woman coming forward, when you think about Brock Turner, six months, you li- and then your excuse was, it shouldn't be on my record because I didn't mean to have sex with her. What? Exactly. I like it when you think, and even going forth, when you put in the the images of these two younger people, young women, young men, oh, you can go to a party and, you know, people are like, well, you shouldn't get drunk. That's a fact. You shouldn't get drunk. But shit happens. Let's just be 100. Sometimes you don't eat the same that you ate last time and you had four shots of tequila. You handle it and you like, boom, this time you didn't eat the same way. Your body, you know, didn't metabolize the same way. Like anything can throw off your body chemistry. Boom, you're drunk. That does not give you the right. And in most cases with sexual assault, the other person is not drunk. Very true. You sit there and watch people get beyond their breaking point and then you take advantage of them. Brock Turner was not drunk. So when you see that, you like, damn, he got six months. Yeah, well, as 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 a as a victim, that can be debilitating, right. and so you can understand why these victims choose to wait and to not, you know, to to admit it. I mean, we've seen how many. Uh, I saw a young actress who just tweeted out. She said, "Um, why I didn't report is because I didn't want to seem like the the girl on set who was crying wolf." Right. I mean, like, you know what I mean, like. And it's sad that she felt that she had to be like that. You know what I mean? Like she couldn't, I don't want to risk my job. You know what I mean? But think or I don't want to lose my job. Hollywood producers play off of that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them play off of that. And I'm like, and then people don't know the definition of sexual assault. That's one of the biggest things. Touching someone without their permission is assault. And people don't get that like, oh, well, he just touched her butt. No, it's not just the touched her butt. You didn't ask, and she didn't say yes. Yeah, people don't understand sexual misconduct at right. all. I mean, hell, I can I can tell you a story. But I remember when I told you old dude who who sent me the little uh the little instant message and said, "Man, you look real good in that sh- that skirt," and I was just like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Bruh, is this we doing?" Like I don't <laughs> see people don't understand sexual harassment. Like, oh, they'll be like, "Well, how is that sexual harassment? Are you gonna go and tell John that he looked real good in them pants?" Thank you. If that compliment <laughs> can't go for both parties. It doesn't need to be said. Not only that, if you if you felt the need that, which by the way, instant message isn't private because they they monitor your computer right. screen. But if you felt the need to send it to me, quote unquote, privately in a message as opposed to. But when I just walk past you and instead, you know, say it to me in front of people, that lets you right. know that that wasn't appropriate. You know what I'm saying? That sexual misconduct. That you knew that I wouldn't be comfortable with you saying. You right. know what I mean? So yeah, um, it just it just a lot of that stuff is just. Ugh. I just the whole Brett thing. Like, ugh. I don't. I just don't understand how he's even still in consideration. Like, you know what? <laughs> We're just gonna leave this one alone. And we're going to pick up somebody else. But they're so harped on that. What if he's elected or confirmed, it'll be like a 5-4 split. 
Yeah. So they're so he's a conservative right. judge. So yeah. And they're so hopped on. Okay, we need this. We need this. And it's fine to be a conservative judge, but get somebody without that type of bullshit as their background. But see, the thing that irritates me with that whole thing, I'd rather have, um, give me a replacement. Uh, uh, if you're going to replace the, the, the judge, give me one who sits in the middle, just like the judge who just left. Right. You know what I'm saying? That judge th- wasn't, didn't lean conservative, didn't lean, um, but that's, and that's more, you know, what is it? More liberal. Yeah. Um, but he that's the issue. just was in the middle. They don't want anybody in the middle. They want somebody who does a yeah. person. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all can like probably on both sides just got a lot of bullshit going on. Yeah. And I mean, I really, I, in all honesty, I think that it, what it stems with the, the fight for the Supreme Court justices, what they want is they want someone who is going to, you know, put more harsher things in place for um, you know, basically dictating what women can do with their bodies as that, far as <laughs> birth, control, birth control, abortions, abortion. things of that nature. That's all this, this, to, to be honest, that's really where this fight stems from. Yeah. The quote unquote Bible thumpers who believe that women should be burned at the stake <laughs> and, and, and not be in control of their bodies and sex and that we should go back to like the 19 wherever 19 whatever and, and, and like not do anything 1960 1970 all of those times where you know Roe versus Wade either wasn't established or was in limbo it did not stop abortions it only stopped safe abortions very you know true so it 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 didn't slow anything down you still had women that went to you know back alley doctors to get abortions um perform them on their own and if it's going to happen women having babies and right. bathrooms and throwing them in dumpsters right so it's just like at this point first of all and even some of their thought process on that i know this is like a tangent where they're like oh well if it's right the body would do what it's supposed to do the fuck i just i'm with you on that I, i've never understood that thought process okay. at all what medical degree do you have? What woman have you spoke? Have you ever spoke to a rape victim that actually had? Do you know there are rape victims that do actually have the children from that assault? Why did her body did not do? Well, I, come on now, like don't. That's bullshit. Don't say trash like that. Period, man. Don't make no sense. Oh, okay, let's let's let's. We gonna have it another day. Though. Yeah. <laughs> We got a little heavy there. We got a little heavy there. Um, let's, I, I don't have nothing left except for, um, insecure. And I don't even know if you watched the new episode. I, Cause we have a new episode coming on tonight, but, um, you, I don't know if you've seen the last one. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Coachella. You ain't seen That's it? the last one I saw, the Coachella one. Okay, so you, the last one you saw was the Coachella. Okay, so you haven't seen the other. Okay, well, she hasn't seen the other. So, following week, we'll talk this. We will, and la- I promise we'll you. Fa- we'll talk the last couple episodes. I got time coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's jump into then. Let's jump right into our relationship topics. All right. So, I'm, I'm going to start with this one first. Okay, I'm ready. So you have to finish the sentence. Got it. So when I was young, I thought love was blank. When I became older, I lo- I learned that love was blank. Okay. 
When I was young, I thought that love was a fairy tale. When I was older, I learned that love was, um, was light. It's beautiful. I want to say, I, I, I feel like if I just say light, the people won't get that, but. I'm kind of like a hippy dippy, so <laughs> it makes sense to me. <laughs> but um, but I don't think it will. It, it'll make sense to other people. So I'm trying to think of a, a word that will make sense to others, like vibes, maybe for the younger generation. <laughs> vibes, <laughs> energy. Um, I don't, you know, for me, it's it's light. Uh, I see everything kind of in light, dark. Yeah. you know universe and all that jazz so but yeah so that's that's my my finish that what i mean by that is when i was younger i be, you know i believed in in fairy tales i believed that you would get older and you'd meet the person that you were meant to be with and it would be all rainbows and beautiful and you know you'd have your princess you know like the the, yeah. the, the stuff that they feed you in disney. in disney and everything like that like you know uh aladdin came and swept jasmine off her feet you know when she you know took her on her magic carpet ride and and Belle, you know fell in love with the beast and da 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 you know all those type of things whatever so uh but then as i you know as i got older i realized that that stuff is just, it does not happen like that <laughs> at all. It's never a fairy tale, but you know, it's just, it just always, it's more feels, you know, it just always feels good to you. That's what love is. So that's my take on it. What about yourself? Um, I would say, and I'm going to expound because I don't want people to think what you say is something different than what I feel. But uh, when I was younger, I thought love was a feeling. Well, when I became older, I learned that love was action. Um, and the reason why I say that was, or I say that is, is because when I was younger, I'm like, oh, you know, I have to, I guess, like, it should feel warm and cuddly all the time. And it should make me feel the way that I always wanted to feel all the time. It should always be comfortable. Um easy and perfect that's that was my thing it should be easy perfect when i'm in love all of my problems should disappear and i that sounds so crazy right now but that's what i thought and now when i think about love it's like it's action it's me making a choice every day to love a person through it all it's not always going to be easy and comfortable because we have to have tough conversations there's fine tuning that goes with any relationship and you love that person not just you know romantic but even when you think about romantic, every day you're not going to be head over heels with your partner. Some days they're not going to take the trash out. They're going to put the, you know, dirty clothes next to the clothes basket when you've had this conversation for the last five weeks. Like things like that. So it's like, okay, I'm making a conscious choice every day to love this person and to love them in a way that they need to be loved, even though it may not be what I want to do right now. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not one of my favorite people. So that that's my take on it. But see, I even find love in that though. Like in, in the the dysfunction of it all. You know what I mean? Love. Like, I still see the light in that in the dysfunction of it all, you know? I don't know. But even like but younger, 
if that happened, I'd be like, you would you love me. Yeah, yeah, okay. I so, see you, I see Because <laughs> that's where, like, the perfection comes. It's like, so why are we arguing if we love each other? <laughs> Bullshit. Like oh yeah uh, i see you i see you with that <laughs> yeah i was hopeless uh, yeah <laughs> but you know what like growing up i mean they they kind of feed you that yeah. the love is supposed to be like through all the images that we kind of see they kind of give you this ideal of love being perfect yeah when in actuality the beauty of love is in its imperfections yeah. you know what i mean so I mm, now as an older person, you you get to kind of reflect and look back at that and see like, mm, nah, you set me up for the fail. <laughs> you set me up for the fail. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> so my next question. Okay, what are your thoughts? I saw this in the shade room. Um, it says, "Stop acting like a wife when you're still a girlfriend." So, here are my thoughts on that. Um. That's a toughie yeah. because I agree, but I also like, I don't, because everybody's definition of wife and husbands and blah, blah, blah is different. So I don't know. I mean, for me, like I can say what, what, you know, does it, what I designate as acting like a wife and that may be different for somebody else. Yeah. So, um, so that that's kind of where my like why I kind of fall in the middle on that because like I I get where they're coming from and it makes sense but I just feel like everybody's definition of wife and husband and blah 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 is so different that how do you you know when you're in a situation how can you say well she's acting like a wife and I wouldn't do that but to her maybe that's what a girlfriend that's just yeah. what a girlfriend does that's not wifely to her yeah. so I don't know um what are your thoughts um i mean i definitely agree Mm. um i think for me is i do not want to stay with a man before we're married um i don't believe in that because it sets you up for being comfortable in that position especially um if you don't know the end game so stay as in like cohabitate yeah okay okay um i mean it's cool because i feel like you could see a person's habits spending you know a couple of nights going over more often i'm like i've been romantically involved with men that i didn't stay with but i could see these are their cleaning habits because they become we all become relaxed and they're oh my house is perfect you know every time you come over at some point it's gonna get relaxed and you're gonna see oh well he really doesn't clean the toilet like i would clean it and you know this part is dirty because i have a friend i'm like the big part of the toilet is dirty, but so you guys bathroom, so I know you don't use it as often, but <laughs> um so you get to see all of those things like that. You get to see um if a woman can cook by I mean, hey, if you cook, hey, you want something? Because I'm like naturally if I cook, if I'm your girlfriend, I'm like, hey, you wanna eat? Like there are certain things that I don't believe that I would do for a boyfriend. I don't know. Like See, I don't, I don't know if I feel the same as far as cohabitation is concerned. I feel like, um, it may, with me, I, I don't, I mean, I, I, I couldn't put like a, if, if we're not married, we can't live together type thing. Only just because of, of 
and this is a me <laughs> this is a me thing um just because i am so like by myself <laughs> like i i i live by myself i'm used to living by myself i like things <laughs> a certain <laughs> way when it comes to that so i can i could i can i could see the benefit just for just for a me thing of living with someone prior to just because i wouldn't need the time because I could probably, I ain't gonna lie, I could probably fuck up a marriage. <laughs> I could probably fuck up a marriage if we, if we, you know, don't live together before and then we get married and then we live together and then you start doing some shit that irritate me and I'll be like, get out my fucking space and I'll be like, damn it, we share this space. <laughs> so, I was down. No. I, I fuck up some shit. So, I, I mean, I don't know if I can, uh, so I definitely, I don't agree with the cohabitation part. Cause like I said, I could, I feel like just for a me thing, I would need to cohabitate. But then again, I can see, see, that's why, I, that's why that whole thing is hard for me. Cause I can see both sides of it. Like I can see why people feel the, the cohabitation, but I definitely, there are certain things that I think. And again, that that's why it comes back to what you consider as the definition of wifely, and you know and are husbandly or whatever like that because there are certain things in my head that i'll feel like nah if i'm, I'm only going to do this for my husband i'm only going to you know what i mean like that so i think it just uh it really come kind of comes back to your definition of yeah. what you consider like i don't wife clean up stuff so i'm yeah. not cleaning up your space i'm not doing your dishes um not doing your laundry like, I, I'm not ironing for you. I'm not doing this shit. And I know people are like, well, that's showing that you wash material. I am 30 plus years old. If I don't know how to wash clothes by now, there's something else wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, you know, like things like that. Like, I'm not. No, um, I'm, I'm a trade offer. I'm a trade offer all the way. Like, um, to me, I would, I, um, I hate, I hate dishes. And I hate laundry. So I need a man who can do dishes, who can do laundry. I'll cook. I'll do other things. But if you do dishes and laundry, baby. Listen, <laughs> yes. I will. We can trade those off. Because I hate doing dishes and I hate washing clothes. I can wash the clothes. I don't like folding and putting them away. Oh, see, I don't so like to do that either. I need to wash them. I need to put them all of the whole process. So I can do those. It's like you do that part. <laughs> I don't like washing dishes. I hate it's my no washing dishes, washing and dishes. ironing clothes. Like I will clean up the bathroom. I will yep. mop the floor. I do not want to wash dishes. I'm saying I clean. I, I clean don't. up the whole house. I will cook. Oh, you That's the reason why I don't wash cook. Dishes. Like I like to cook. I love to cook. Wait, if but you don't want to do I gotta do this. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, what's the most simple thing I can eat right now? That is not going to require me to wash a lot of fucking dishes. I oh my gosh, yeah. I hate washing dishes. Those are my two like those are my two biggest chores that I hate to do. I hate washing dishes and I hate Such a laundry day. stuff. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I hate those. Like I'll clean because like when you when you like cleaning the rest of the house, whatever you put your music on yeah. and there's different things that you could do. I gotta make my water for when I could you know all the stuff when I clean the bathroom and when I mop my floors and. Yeah. You know, even with you vacuuming, I can dance just. when I, 
I can dance when I'm vacuuming, but with dishes, it's just like, ugh. And you gotta put your hands in the ugh. dirty water. And then what if it touch wet bread? Oh, <laughs> see, <yeah. laughs> that just made my flesh crawl. <laughs> and I've noticed a lot of this. Even my dad, he does not dust, and I love to dust. Oh, <laughs> he does not. I'm like, first of all, you need to dust, and he's like, I do not like to dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but anywho so yeah i definitely I, I that was a good one though that was a really good one didn't we have one more i feel like we have one more or was that it was that it was that we had well those were some good relationship questions then this week and uh i mean i don't have no music this week because no did nothing yeah i'm still listening to the same things so probably going to be listening to those for a while because they were incredible um so um I, I find myself in my car listening to pretty little fears on repeat and um uh probably dropping a tear or two every time i hear jay cobra it's like oh, damn it feel like this about me damn it <laughs> send me somebody who feels like this about me but um so yeah i don't know uh no new music for me um we already taught guilty pleasure songs. So I was trying to see if I could think of like something that mm, that people would be like off the wall to think that we would listen to. But um we already did guilty pleasure, yeah. so anywho. Um I don't have nothing else this week. What about you? Oh, I did get through reading a book. It's called Women That Think Too Much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who's it by? Um oh shit. It's an audible book. I've been on my audibles lately, um, but I try to read them when I'm not doing anything so I can still soak up the information. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I read it when I'm doing. It's Susan mm, Nolan, and it's a hyphen, and I don't know how to say her last name. But anywho, it's on Audible, and I don't know, it just made me think about, um, like, it helps you, like, think about how you're overthinking and how it impacts your life, and um the stress that it caused and a lot of times it's not really anything that you can do um with the situation and if it's something that you can do you know fix it but don't stay there and I have a lot of times like problems with staying there um and just going over all of these scenarios is like listen let this shit go um and even situations that I didn't think that I was overthinking it was like, yeah, you're, you're overthinking. overthinking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the reason why you're anxious more. And you like, well, why am I anxious? Because, I, yeah, because you just got through overthinking and you didn't think that it was. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, all right then. So, books, music, anywho, um, follow us on Instagram, Pretty Nerds Podcast. Um, with the Z, obviously. Yes. Um, Leave us some comments, man. <laughs> Let us know, you know, what you guys want to hear, what you guys want to talk about. If you have some relationship questions, some questions you want to submit to us, uh, just drop us a DM, a line. We'll feature it on the show. So, yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, it's a great episode, episode number 20, and uh, we up out of here. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.